0: Stack the money as high as it comes Put some in mutual funds, funds. Get your trust with the stocks and bonds Building wealth for my son, my son. Gold bricks by the ton yeah. Equity, here we come Ooh. Getting bread by the buns yeah. Power moves on the run Ooh. This a different type of income uh. This a different type of income different. This a different type of income Yeah, Get the hundreds then we flipped on flip. This a different type of income different. This a different type of income Ooh. This a different type of income Yeah, Get your mind right and get some Ooh. All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is pregame rumblings presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on Buffalo rumblings, and it is Sunday. It is Sunday, October 15th, and I am excited. I'm excited because we get to host Sunday night football in Orchard Park. In the last couple of years, the Buffalo Bills have been primetime ready. Every season, it seems like they're getting four or five games, and this season is no different. And we are hosting the New York Giants in Buffalo or in Orchard Park tonight, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. Kickoff weather, you're going to be looking at some good football weather. Around 43 degrees around kickoff time. Winds, I would say, about seven miles per hour, somewhere around there. Going to be pretty humid, so it's going to uh, be about 89% humidity there, I would say a a slight chance of rain, maybe in the second or third quarter. It is going to be perfect weather for football in Buffalo in October. You can't ask for better weather for October in Buffalo. Let's let's talk about how uh, DraftKings has this game lined up for us. So it, the the game opened with the Buffalo Bills with a 14 and a half point spread. They are favored. They're, they're, we're coming into this thing after losing last week. Over in London, we're coming into this game favorite, 14 and a half points. That was the opening. It's gone up and down. Uh, it's gone up to 15 as as favorite for the Bills. And look, DraftKings is showing the Bills a lot of love here. Um, the money line, again, that opened around uh, 900 for the Bills and plus 600 for the Giants. The over under was set at 46 and a half points. So, like I said, this game is set up to be from what Las Vegas is looking at, from what DraftKings is looking at. They're saying this is going to be a good comeback or a bounce back game for the Buffalo Bills. And I don't see a reason to to disagree. I don't see a reason to disagree. This game is going to be on NBC for those who are not in Buffalo or for those who are and will not be making it to the game. It's your regular Sunday night crew, Mike Tirico, the GOAT himself, uh, Chris Collinsworth. Melissa Stark is your sideline reporter. And uh, look, it's week six, so let's talk about it. Let's get to it. Uh, I mentioned the Bills just were coming back to Buffalo after losing overseas to the Jacksonville Jaguars 25 to 20. And the Giants have just been kind of they've just been beat up all season. They uh, they just came off of a 31 to 16 loss against the Miami Dolphins, who really the Dolphins seem to be beating everybody up. Everybody up except for the Buffalo Bills. And so this game is going to, there's a few factors, a couple things that I would like to talk about that for me uh, shows, it shows exactly how the Bills are going to respond for the rest of the season. It's not just about this game tonight. I think this game is important for both teams, but I think for the Buffalo Bills, after losing the way that we did to the Jacksonville Jaguars, you cannot come back and lose a game to a one and four team. And not just a one in four team. The the New York Giants just have not been able to generate offense really at all. Uh, they went scoreless one game. They scored three points another game. And for a Brian Dayball-led offense, it's just uncommon. It's something that you don't see. But the Buffalo Bills cannot afford to allow that to change this weekend. Uh, so, so tonight, we cannot allow Brian Dayball to finally just wake up with his offensive creativity this season and, and allow uh Darren Waller or uh whoever to play. Now Tyrod Taylor will be the starter. I'll get into that in a moment. Daniel Jones won't be playing so it does change things slightly. I don't think it changes everything. It doesn't really it doesn't change a lot, but it changes things slightly because I think that Tyrod Taylor is a smarter quarterback. I think his I think his experience will will give him the edge over anything that we would have seen out of Daniel Jones. And that's just me. That's my opinion. I don't hate Daniel Jones by any means. I just I don't think that he's very good um, at making quick reads. I don't think he's good at protecting the football. And most times in offenses, when you have like a, a Brian Dayball type mind at the offensive play caller position, I know he's the head coach, but he's, he, it's his offense. When you have somebody that creative, they make it easy for you. And we saw it in Buffalo with Brian Dayball when he was here. He made it easy for Josh Allen, and he made things so simple, and, and he made it to the point where all Josh had to do was be himself. Last season, we saw that with Daniel Jones. But this season, it doesn't seem like Daniel Jones is doing just the things that Brian Dayball needs him to do. It seems like he's either trying to do a little bit more or he's just missing it in general and not doing quite enough. But with that being said, that offensive line, is very difficult. It's very difficult to be a successful quarterback in any game or at any level, college, NFL, high school, if you're not being protected. And the offensive line has been horrible. It has been horrible for the New York Giants. So that's the first thing that I want to talk about. I want to talk about, uh, for the Buffalo Bills, this defense without Matt Milano, without Trey White, without Daquan Jones, I need to see. I need to see if we are going to be able to take advantage of an offensive line that is going to be without their starting center, their starting tackle, a starting guard. They have starting guards playing at tackle positions, and they have a guard playing at the center position. So there's a lot of things that are wrong. There's there's so many things that's wrong with the New York Giants' the offensive line. Tyrod Taylor is not going to be protected. Anything that he does is going to have to be magic put out of a hat like he did back in the day when he was on the Bills against the Titans when we almost lost that game. I think he actually injured his leg that game and still ended up winning it. But the Buffalo Buffalo Bills are a far better team. So I don't expect that by any means. But we'll get there. We'll get there. So now the next thing, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Okay, I, I need to know who the real deal, who the real Josh Allen is, and when we find him, can we stand up? Now, don't beat me up, Bills Mafia. Don't beat me up. I'm not saying that Josh Allen is bad. Josh Allen is the top three quarterback in the NFL, and even right now, with all of the things that any of us may have wanted to complain about, the first week of the season was the only game that we can really say that Josh Allen was bad. And even now, he's leading in so many different categories that it's it's almost, it's just, it's incredible to look back and say, oh, this is exactly how, like he's playing this well after seeing him throw three interceptions in week one. Four turnovers in week one. Seeing that and then to go around now and see that he's, you know, it, he's an incredible quarterback. And I think the problem is all Bills fans recognize that when he is on and when he when he's locked in, there might not be anybody in the NFL better than Josh Allen, aside from Patrick Mahomes. So that's the thing that I'm looking at for this game. Last week in London, Josh Allen didn't play bad. But quarters one through three, he was not, he wasn't on. Couple couple throws that I felt were kind of rushed or that he tried to fit in there when he shouldn't have tried to fit in, in there. And sometimes those are, are receptions that's not my problem. I think Josh Allen has the ability to make throws that a lot of quarterbacks can. But the thing that I was starting to fall in love with, and the thing that I got comfortable with is if you look at weeks two through four, he was taking what the defense gave him. He's checking down. The running backs were getting involved. He had a couple of screen plays. And there's, there's so many examples now where you can actually see Josh check down, go through all of his progressions. And finally, just say, okay, here, let me get this get this one out to to Harris. Let me get this out to Cook. Stephon Diggs is always going to get his. Josh is going to connect with Diggs. I think Diggs has four games in a row of 100 plus yards. It's absolutely insane. Like the guy is he's going to deliver every time. So it's about Josh Allen being able to take what the defense gives him so he can spread it around against everybody else. When you when you take what the defense gives you, Josh Allen is nearly perfect every time. He was actually perfect against the Dolphins. Taking what the defense gave him and checking down won him AFC Offensive Player of the Week. He wins that award against the Dolphins like 50 percent of the time that he plays them. But I need to see him do that against other teams and the Giants. No offense to any Giants fan that may be listening, but the Giants this season are not the team that you should allow to make this game competitive. So I'm looking for Josh Allen to come out very, very early and to be surgical, be surgical. And just completely cut the defense up and get everybody involved. That's what I'm looking for from Josh. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So, you know, that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza, shipping local and nationwide. Order online at Picasso'sPizza.net. Run that back. (laughs) Run it back. The second thing I want to focus on is for the first time in this season, through five games, this last game was the first time that the Buffalo Bills did not have a running attack whatsoever to support in any way the offensive attack. James Cook looked like Reggie Bush in the Bills uniform. Cook had five carries for negative four yards. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, um, you know, what, how you want to. (laughs) It just doesn't matter how you you want to look at it. it. It doesn't cut it in any sense of the form. Negative four yards in a game where our offense wasn't able to move the ball. And on top of it, just not being able to move the ball, you got to understand that Josh Allen leads the league in several categories when it comes to the play action pass. Against Jacksonville, we did not. We did not run one play action pass. Let me read some numbers off for you, according to the next gen stats with the NFL. Completion percentage, 80 percent. That ranks third in the NFL for Josh Allen on play action passes. Yards per attempt, 12.9. That ranks first in the NFL on play-action passes for Josh Allen. Touchdowns, fifth or five, I should say, and that ranks first in the NFL on play-action passes. Passer rating, again, he is perfect at 158.3. That is first in the NFL on play-action passes. And last week, we did not run one play. That was a play action. So we love talking about how important a run game is and why we need James Cook and why Damian Harris needs to be involved. I loved being able to say that we had a running back that got to 100 yards a couple of times or was able to do this and we got three backs that can get into the end zone if you have it in the red zone. And that's great but it's not about just saying that you can we have a quarterback that can throw the ball he can sling it he's a gunslinger and that's why you love Josh Allen but the run game has to be supplemental it has to support that so Ken Dorsey I'm looking to I'm looking for you to find ways to put Josh Allen in a situation that he can be best and to do that that means getting our running backs involved in this game and then not only the running backs. I'm looking for Dalton Kincaid. He's questionable. He's on the injury report with a, I believe, concussion. And then Dawson Knox is is questionable with his wrist injury. But I want to see the tight ends get more involved as well. It's very difficult. When you look around the league and you see rookie tight ends like on the Lions, Sam Laporte being used the way that he's being utilized, in in Detroit, and you have a guy that was drafted in the first round, everybody, everybody who does any type of research for college coming into the draft process, everybody says that he was probably the best pass catcher in the draft. But yet we won't throw it his way for him to catch the pass. Ken Dorsey, I'm looking at you. This is a Ken Dorsey statement game for me against a team that he should make a loud statement on. This is the game that I'm looking for the student to become the teacher. Ken, this is your first time. This is your first real test going up against your guy, going up against Brian Dayball. They developed you for this job. You developed under Brian Dayball. I need you to be the teacher tonight and not the student. It's time to say goodbye to the blur and hello to clear vision. Fichte Endel, and Elmer are the first in Western New York to bring you Zeiss Smile technology. Along with our highly experienced surgeons, we promise an effortless journey to better vision. Gone are the days of fumbling for glasses or struggling with contact lenses. Embrace the freedom of superb sight because we believe you deserve the world in HD. Visit us online at ficta.com and schedule a consultation. Fichte Endel, and Elmer. We are focused on you. Now, earlier I mentioned next man up, and I just want to bring this up again because I, I want to give some love to somebody who I think deserves more love than, than what we can give at this point. And it's because of, um, look, like I said, Trey White's out, Matt Milano's out, Daquan Jones is out. Last week, we didn't have Shaq Lawson or Groot, um, you know, Benford. We So we're going through, times where we're getting players on defense beat up and AJ Epinesa has shown up in a big way. So I just want I wanted to take a moment to say that with this being the year of AJ Epinesa so far, I'm happy that he's decided to arrive during a season when we need him because Von is back, but is Vaughn Vaughn doesn't quite yet look like Vaughn and that's okay realistically, we didn't expect Vaughn to be back, or I didn't want to see Vaughn to, you know, back. Probably for another two, three weeks, if it was up to me. Let him rest. Let him get his body right. I know he's ready. He's a beast. There's no need to rush him back when your defensive line is a top team in sacks and we're getting pressure on the quarterback and we're doing stuff. But now the injuries come. So now the luxury of having... Yvonne Miller come back is there, but you still don't need him because A.J. Epinesa. So my biggest concern at this point for defenses is replacing Trey White and Matt Milano. Kyer Elam was, was abused last week. He was abused. Calvin really had his way. Now, the Giants don't have any players that I feel like are, are on the same level or same caliber of player as a Calvin Ridley. But don't be fooled. Kyer Elam has to show and prove that he deserves to be on this roster. He has to show and prove that he deserves to be a first-round draft pick. And if he doesn't, I, I'm, I'm just I'm concerned about the young man's career. So to wrap this all up, let's wrap it all up. The score prediction, I'm going with you. I know where I'm going. I'm going Buffalo over the Giants, and I'm going, I'm thinking we're gonna win big. And I'm really because I love Tyrod, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to give the Giants a little more credit than I typically would. So I'm gonna say Buffalo 38, the Giants 20. Realistically, this game should look like Buffalo 38, Giants 10. Uh, but I'm going to hope that Brian Dayball kind of makes Giants fans a little bit happier and put some points up and don't completely embarrass himself this week. But I don't think that the Giants have what it takes to keep up with Josh Allen's and this Buffalo Bills offense. I think it's going to be just too much in Buffalo. We got it. Now let's move on. Let's make some money. Let's get it. It's time for the King's Ransom same game parlay segment presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's make some money. Here comes the money. Here we go. The money talk. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. All right. So, you know, every week that we do pregame rumblings, DraftKings and I hook up, we link up, and we bring you to King's Ransom same game parlay where I try to put some money in your pockets. We try to do something that. Seems to be something that will work. It's not a guarantee. It's not, you know. I I, I do I hit pretty good. I'm just just saying. I, I don't want to pat myself too much on the back. But we want to we want to help you make some money. We want to teach you. Uh, for those who don't know what betting is or how to bet, we want to get you caught up, and that way we can put some money in your pocket. So let's first talk about what a parlay is. A parlay is a series of bets. Or you should maybe you want to say a package of bets that you put together, uh, two or more bets in one that each of them will have to hit in order for your bet to succeed. If one leg does not hit, then that means the entire bet is off. So I got a good one for you today. I got a really good one. First leg on the on, on this parlay, Josh Allen, 26 and a half rushing yards or more. Then I have the Buffalo Bills to score first. And lastly, first quarter, race to nine points. I'm thinking the Bills are going to score at least 10 points in the first quarter. So I think the Buffalo Bills are able to score nine points in the first quarter. I think they're going to score first in general. And I think Josh Allen is going to have 26 and a half rushing yards. And that is going to be for plus 370. Now, what does that mean, Spence? Plus 370 means for every $100 that you bet, you will win $370 because this is not – This is not something that is expected to happen. This is an underdog type thing. So it's not a favorite bet. If this hits, you would win $370 for every $100 that you bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, you can call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 877 8 That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is also available for problem gambling. You can call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. I want you to know that betting should enhance your experience on game days, not a means for income. You don't want to bet outside of your means. You don't want to overextend yourself. This should be some fun. So, Bet responsibly and everybody go Bills. Support for this show comes from Wix Studio. Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features. Cloud3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Cloud3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed.